You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast with your host, Jacob Faisigan. Welcome to another episode of the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. So glad that you are tuning in. Uh, one quick announcement before we get things going. Row for a Reason is happening April 7th. So if you're around the Nashville area, put a team together and come row for a reason. Uh, you can Google that. Also, find them on Facebook to find out more information. It's part of the Throwdown series if you're looking online. Also, at the end of this podcast, if you don't mind giving us a thumbs up and subscribing, that would help us out a whole lot. In today's podcast, we are sitting down with Trey Fitch, the owner and head coach of CrossFit H-Dub in Nashville, Tennessee. I'll tell you, if you're in Nashville, downtown, visiting, or uh, just here uh, new to the area, you've got to drop into H-Dub. I've dropped in there and worked out with them. It is a fantastic group. In today's podcast, we're talking about his story, also talking about CrossFit H-Dub, Grit, and also the fun that they have there. Now, Trey was also uh, recently named the best CrossFit coach in Nashville, according to Nashville Fit Mag. And so uh, if you're in the area, drop in, tell them I said hi, and enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Rich Froning. You're listening to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. All right, welcome to the Barbell Voodoo Podcast. We're sitting down today with uh, Trey Fitch at H-Dub CrossFit. He's the owner and the head coach here. And looking forward to our conversation. We're going to talk about today uh, some programming. Um, also, his major award of being Nashville's best uh, CrossFit coach out of all of Nashville. He is the greatest CrossFit coach that we have to offer here. And we're really excited about hearing from him um, about all that. And then um, we're going to see where the conversation takes us. So, welcome, Trey. Well, uh First off, thank you very much for having me on here, and uh, let's go ahead and address that, that award. As I've been telling everyone, obviously, uh, all the dollar bills I've been slipping to people that were voting paid off, so uh, thank you for that. No, it was, it was a, a super awesome honor that uh, I'm, I'm really proud of, so it's, uh, it's going to be a cool event that Nashville Fit's got going on in about a week, so... Yeah, the, the the awards night. Yeah, that'll be yeah. great. We're all gonna get all fancy. No one's gonna recognize each other because we're not in, you know, not in workout gear. Workout gear. So yeah, I actually read on there that it said that I had to dress up, and it and it made me just x out of the uh, the, the screen. I was said, like, I'm nah, not even I'm going good. to that. No, <laughs> if I have to dress up, man, I, it, it, no one's dying or no one's getting married, so I'm just gonna bow out of that i gotta text ryan though and make sure you know it's not black tie or something i want to be that guy walking in a oh suit. yeah i mean yeah i think you have to wear tails i think you got to go all out Top on hat this. Too. yeah maybe one of the ones with the ruffles you know, like oh. with a shirt with a, a cumberbund or as well go dumb and dumber style oh yeah where go. everything's just a little too short yeah yeah, yeah. Blue. blue yeah <laughs> oh man See, I think I think you got it in the right place. Exactly. I mean, that's what that's what the Nashville's number one coach would do. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, uh, so we first met back when uh, this summer when I was uh, jumping around boxes trying to find a new home, um, living uh, more in Nashville at that point. 
and came across H-Dub, was recommended to come here um, by one of my uh, former coaches who uh, loved your programming and was really excited about what you were doing. And I, I loved it when I came here. It was, it was a small 5 a.m. class, um, which I loved. I remember at least two-thirds of the people because they had the same name, and that was oh, super yeah. helpful. Yeah. There were two alleys. We have a lot of alleys here. Yeah. I think it's up to six or seven alleys. See, so. I think that builds community. If yeah. you can just recruit people with the same name, it helps everybody yeah, out. That's, that makes it simple. Yeah. It's just, just alleys great. and Johns and we're good. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes it makes the coach's life simple. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you can just every, go, good job, John. Good job, Allie. And everybody feels like great. Exactly. <laughs> Well, so when you're sitting here and, you know, you got a lot of on your plate with, with the ownership of the box, I realize you got you to pay the bills, you got to make sure money's coming in, you got to make sure that everything's buttoned up and together. But in the midst of that, you're also the head coach and, and you're in charge of programming. And so how do you go about programming for a box when you, you, you know, probably have people that are at the beginning level, but then you have those, those people that are, you know, probably CrossFit studs out there doing stuff. I mean, I've seen, you know, your, your crew at competitions and stuff. And I mean, you, you have some major athletes. And so like, how, how do you program around that span of, of people in your box? That's a good question. So you want to make sure that everyone is getting the same result from the workout, right? So if uh, me, you and Andy are doing the 21, 15, 9 thrusters and burpees, we're going to figure out a way to make it to oh, where geez. Could you not all... pick out something great? I mean, what, do I, what is I that? Just, thrusters had, and burpees? Oh my gosh. I had 18.0, which I don't oh, know if yeah. you saw that was released in, in my head. So with the snatches and burpees, but um, we want to figure out a way to where we're, we're all kind of finishing in a similar time domain. Yeah. Um, and I think one way of doing that is we want to program for the best and kind of scale down. Um, but also we want to just make sure that we are explaining things very thoroughly mm -hmm. to our members so that they understand the stimulus being achieved, right? Um, because you could have a workout written up that may seem heavy, like a 225 deadlift, could be heavy for an athlete but in actuality we want it to be moved pretty quickly yeah so just making sure that that information is is relayed to mm -hmm. the members so that they are then starting to think like okay how am i going to scale this to where i'm falling into that time domain that yeah train so you're looking for a certain for. stimulus within right. your your athletes no right. matter where they are on the scale of rx or right and you kind of have to to really invest yourself into your members and know each one of them individually and know like, okay, where do the weaknesses lie for mm. these people? And you can then start to look at the bigger picture and see, okay, do we have an overwhelming weakness within the gym together? Right. Yeah. And, um, if you notice, especially this past summer, uh, when the weather was nice, um, we were having a lot of photos, videos on Instagram, doing a lot of different carries overhead, yeah. farmers carries, and um, just stuff that may not be considered traditional CrossFit type programming yeah. or movements. And that is because we've noticed just over time uh, a lot of shoulder injuries that go on from the things that we do in CrossFit because mm -hmm. we do 
a lot of uh, you know kipping movements, which can add yeah. force to the shoulder joints. Real rigorous um, on the shoulders, right? And um, so that's something that that we've taken notice, and we're saying, hey, injuries don't need to be a part of CrossFit. Yeah. We want to help our community get rid of injury and still be able to do the things that they like to do, like butterfly pull-ups and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So. so you're looking for creative ways to address the CrossFit movements. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So I, I see you have some strong fit bags, sandbags over there, yeah. Yeah. Um, incorporating that. I, I got exposed to that uh, back in May. I was at um, a box um, down in Panama City where uh, Chris, who's the new strong fit coach that was just announced yesterday, yeah. Um, was down there and, and a box owner, and he was showing us all this kind of stuff, which like brought me home. And I was like, I'm, I'm getting some strong fit bags. I'm going to do these things. Those things Dude. are terrible. And you want to talk and they're about? Amazing. In my opinion, like one of the most functional things there is. Like life's not really going to give you a nice barbell that you can yes. get set up on yeah. perfectly every time. You know, these sandbags. You got to f- figure out how to still brace your spine mm-hmm. and get set up and lifted up off the ground and that's no different than if you're picking up both your kids at the same time to give yeah. them a big hug or god forbid there's a natural disaster going on and we're having to build a wall out of a sandbag to keep like yeah. a flood from coming or something you know absolutely it's, they really force a lot of uh muscles that don't get used with the bar yeah. Um, even even your grip strength, which obviously you use in the bar, but like it's completely different and manipulative of the hand, using way more muscles in your hand to grip oh, that yeah. thing and get oh, yeah. under it, and then force your body to leverage it in a way. I thought about it um, this week. My 12 year old fell asleep on the floor in our bedroom, um, and I came into the bedroom and I was like, "Well, there she is. All right, she's on the floor." Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I had to I had to like get down, you know, and, and get her up. And I was thinking, "Oh, these sandbags are really coming in handy <laughs> right off. now." And she's a lot lighter, thank goodness, than that sandbag in my well, garage. I have to give <laughs> credit to uh, I, I pay attention to a lot of the strong fit stuff and a lot of stuff they do out at Deuce Gym in California. Yeah. But um, Corey Akers, he uh, introduced those into my life because of this last uh, rampage throwdown. Oh, they yeah, had yeah. those in the event, and they wrecked some people. Yeah. Like, we were doing just over-the-shoulder with them, carries, <laughs> lunges. Like, it was yeah. it was bad. Yeah. But, they had a, a, I did a competition at, at Chris's Box down there, um, CrossFit ACR, and uh, they had sandbag cleans. And then sandbag tosses over the oh, yeah, shoulder, yeah. and uh, luckily I already had my sandbags, and I, I had trained on that beforehand because I knew that they were going to be involved some way. I just didn't yeah, know how. Yeah. But um, there was there was one who had to pick it up, and I was going over the shoulder in my hands, just like I don't know, sweat or whatever. Just came. Right. I about flew back. Like oh, it, it was no. on a video or something <laughs> in slow motions when I felt like whoa, yeah, you yeah, know, this yeah. kind of thing. Um, but still picked it up and finished the event, which was great. But uh, I love those things. Where? What else are you looking at in terms of the world of, of um, CrossFit or um, just fitness in general that you're kind of pulling stuff from to use in your in your own box um, like besides strong fit? What so I had the pleasure of going to a weekend-long uh, seminar with the Active Life guys. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with them. If not, just Google the Active Life, um, and they're up in New York. They work with... 
a lot of different games athletes, um, and they also work with you know professional athletes, college, high school, uh, people that are seventy plus. Like oh, wow. it's a huge range of people, yeah. but they're looking at physical therapy and chiropractic in a completely different way than a lot other folks are Mm -hmm. and they said they get up every single day come to work they write goals on the board and the first goal is to always they write rid the world of joint pain oh wow so that's like their main mission is to get rid of joint pain in everybody Uh no matter what your goal is um and i just kind of i really like their way of thinking and their way of doing stuff because Mm -hmm. it's not one of those where if you have knee pain and the doctor says, well, you should stop squatting. And you're like, well, is that really the answer? Yeah. Like, why don't we find out why this knee pain is happening and then fix that, you know? So what's the, what's their main focus? Is that, is that on like recovery or is it uh, uh, like stretching beforehand? Is it before and after or is so it in the, in the technique as well? Or A little bit of everything. It's not so much stretching. It's more gaining... Uh, more range of motion through actual movement and breaking down the movement patterns Mm -hmm. to simpler forms and then um, also bringing in things that we don't utilize a lot. So in CrossFit, we do a ton of bilateral squatting, bilateral pressing. Mm -hmm. So they incorporate and we have incorporated a lot of doing like single leg Romanian deadlifts, single leg presses, single leg, or single, excuse me, single arm presses, single arm high pulls. Um, If you've never done a single arm strict high pull, that's a super gnarly movement that will, (laughs) I don't think I've ever done As a, uh, someone who likes to think they're strong Uh and then you go and do that and you're like, holy crap, that was like 35 pounds and I can only do it a handful of times. Like, you get humbled real quick. Yeah. Um, so are they looking to kind of add symmetry to the body in terms of, of muscle structure? Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Like I have a dominant left leg. My left leg is way, way stronger than my right leg. I found that out once again. was reminded of that this morning doing pistols. But like, you know, obviously the, the arms are the same way. You know, like I'm right-handed. So my right hand's a little more dominant than my left hand. Um, it's not as bad. So there, some of the, their thinking sounds like it's, Structural, like if you even Very out much. the body, then that relieves joint pressure because I would assume your body's kind of taking up the slack on that dominant side from the other side, which maybe makes more soreness and structure fatigue. Well, and yes and no. I think in okay. the, they've had different circumstances where they're like, uh, this person, their dominant side was uh, so like. I was trying to think of a scenario. They said, so a soccer player uh-huh. um, kicks with his right leg. So you think that's where all the force is coming from. But it was actually his left leg that was huh. hurting because when he would plant, yep. it's on the left side. Uh-huh. And that's where where the pain was coming from. Sure. So they needed to correct something on the left side Gotcha. for everything to be fixed. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, they're just really great at thinking outside the box and then in turn making you know me and Lacey think outside the box and figure out okay how are we gonna bring this to H-Dub and and help our members that's really cool I like that 
So one of your things that you talk about with HDUB, which stands for hard work, right? Mm-hmm. HDUB yep. equals hard work. Um, part, part of that, what, what does that exactly mean to you exactly? Like when you say hard work, is, is that um, just like show up when you can and like work hard for that hour? Or like kind of define that. Like you have a new member come in off the streets and they're like, HDUB, what's going on with that? And you're like, it stands for hard work, fool. Right. You, maybe right. don't say it like that, but. Uh, uh, well, I am, you know, from Memphis, so I probably there say you go. like that. But, there you go. Um, no, hard work is something that was instilled inside me from a very young age. Um, my dad, just growing up, like watching him, he worked his butt off. Uh, he'd be up early, come home late. He owned his own business. Mm. Um, was always like on the weekends in the yard doing yard work had me out there doing it with him um as much as I didn't want to yeah but uh he he really drove home like hard work as a kid and um I've kind of noticed just throughout life that I was not someone that was fortunate enough to be super gifted like athletically or when it came to books or anything like that, anything that I really wanted, mm. I was going to have to work hard at getting it. Yeah. Right. And so to me and Lacey, like hard work means coming in day in, day out, grinding. Um, I know we talked about this word before, gritting it out. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a huge buzzword right now. It like, is. And it again, being a, from Memphis, I'm a fan of that because grit. we're grit and grind Memphis Grizzlies. Um, but it's just something that, that we thought everyone should understand that when you walk in this building, we want you to have a smile on your face and have fun. But at the same time, when the clock starts, we want you to work your butt off. Yeah. Okay. Um, because that's a, really the only way you're going to get the results that you want. There's mm-hmm. no shortcut. You can't take some magic pill or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Like you just got to keep coming back for more. Um, and for some of us, that, that takes a really long time. Like myself, I started working out. I think I got my first bench press when I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was a power lifter and bodybuilder um, mm-hmm. in college. So. Yeah you kind of would look at old photos and, and stuff of him, and you're like, okay, I want to be like Dad. So I started working out when I was 10, and then even throughout high school, I enjoyed the strength and conditioning aspect mm-hmm. more than actually, like, being on the field. Yeah. So um, even though I've only been doing CrossFit since 2012, I mean, I'm now – I just turned 30, so you're looking at about 20 years' worth of training. Yeah. So it, it takes a while. Yeah. So how do you t- go about talking and instilling and kind of building people up with that grit in your box? Like you have the new person come in, you're like, just give me, give me an hour a day or whatever. But then they still have, you know, 23 other hours. And right. so, so do you do things intentionally to kind of build that person up as they walk out the door so that they can kind of beat the rest of life? I mean, we talk about like, for me, nutrition struggled my first uh, almost three years of CrossFit, like yeah, doing CrossFit yeah, yeah. with like up and down results because my food was junk, you know, like it, it, it wasn't dialed in at all. Um, and so there's a lot of other hours in the day besides just working your tail off, you know. And so exactly, do you, are you intentional about um, dealing with your members in that? So I think uh, when you walk in our doors, 
if you're new to CrossFit or even if you're not, I'm going to, or me or Lacey are going to approach you in that we need you to go through this on-ramp program. Now, if you've been doing CrossFit, we'll say, okay, we can just do a one-on-one. We'll have you test out with some movements. But if you're new to it, you're going to go through our on-ramp. And in that on-ramp, we go over movements, but we start to instill uh, our values in our members, right? Mm-hmm. We let them know that uh, integrity is a big thing here, mm-hmm. so not cheating reps. And yeah. that will, like, correlate to your real life. Like, if mm-hmm. you're in here shaving off reps, then, in real, like, outside these doors, you're probably trying to find the fast track to whatever it may be. Oh, yeah. Right? You yeah. Know? Um, and we spend an entire day talking about nutrition. And in that nutrition talk, we have the person just first thing before we even tell them anything about nutrition. I'm like, walk me through a day, mm-hmm. like a, yesterday. Yeah. Walk me through your whole day. And then we'll examine what their day was like. Mm-hmm. And we'll make some corrections and say, okay, well, you made this choice. We could have a better choice going this way. Yeah. You know? Um, and so once you get through that on-ramp, it kind of continues in class. Like, we'll ask questions during class, like, hey, what'd you have for breakfast today? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what'd you have for dinner last night? Or, you know, you'll get a text message from me or Lacey randomly that's just like, <laughs> how are things going? How's nutrition going? It's like, not like, you know, I saw that. No, like, well, just randomly texted that. <laughs> well, in this day and age, offensive. though, like, the way social media is, you definitely will get either, like, an Instagram DM or a text. It's like, I saw those Oreos you were eating last night. Oh, you man. Know. I'm real cognizant of that. You didn't ask if I wanted any. (laughs) On my Insta all the time, like, I know Jamie Free is watching this. I cannot post whatever this is, you know, like, which hasn't been the case anytime recently. But, like, when I was starting with him a little over a year ago, like, I would would be hanging out with my family or whatever, and we'd have, like, you know, some bad choice foods or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, family time, like. Dang, got those Oreos in that one. Gonna have to delete that. Everybody put your phones away. (laughs) No posting. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah, I think we just, in that on ramp program, we tried to start just talking about those values um, and one of them being consistency, right? Mm. If, If you consistently show up, you are going to improve. You're going to hit the goals you want to hit. It's, the people that start out red hot and they're pumped up and excited and we're seeing gains and we're breaking down walls, we're hitting PRs. Then I'm like a year in and those 20 pound PRs now are either gone or they're like five pound PRs. Yeah. And mentally that is tough. Yeah. But you just got to keep coming back for more, you know, and try to look at the, smaller achievements rather than maybe you didn't PR your snatch today, but you know, you hit 90% three times or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Whereas a few months ago I saw you miss 90% twice. Yeah. You just got to look at the small goals as well and yeah. make sure that they are seeing that and relay that to them to mm. say, Hey, don't get bummed you have progressed. Look at this. Yeah. And, and, you know, goals kind of change throughout your time, especially with longevity. Um, Those 
major gains that you would have early on, you know, get smaller and smaller, obviously, when you go on because of just the way you're going, you know, losing fat, maybe, maybe gaining some muscle along the way, but that, that kind of messes with you a little bit. I know when I lost a lot, my, my weight that I could move also like oh, yeah. tanked as yeah, well. And so, did. you know, like when I, when I finally landed on a, a new box, they were like, you know, what's your PR on this? And I'm like, it, it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah. anymore. Like yeah. we're going to find out what it is today, you know? And that's, that's kind of how I approach it. But, but tell me if I'm wrong on this, but like a lot of times, you know, after that year mark, you, you've seen a lot, a lot of things have changed. You're doing new things. Um, all of a sudden when those advances don't seem to be happening and, it's it's oftentimes time to address that mental game of yeah, what's happening because you much. you've gotten away because your body is has been changing a lot and now that your body's just kind of tweaking itself along the way it's kind of caught up to what you wanted it to do mm-hmm. but now mentally how are you addressing the bar how are you coming into a workout is it is it going man it seems heavy today for that rx weight i don't know about that then automatically you're already putting yourself into a place of like maybe not doing as well as you thought right um have you experienced that with with a hundred percent and uh the mental aspect is just as important if not more than the physical in here mm-hmm. um yesterday for example so from time to time we will purposely program a workout that we're like this is just gonna crush everybody yeah right yeah and not for the purpose of like oh yeah we just crushed them it's we want to push people to that limit and see what's going to happen mm-hmm. mentally when they hit the breaking point. Are yeah. they going to crumble and mm-hmm. throw their hands up and be upset that it's not going the way they thought? Or are they going to stay composed and figure out how to keep attacking the task at hand? Mm-hmm. And again, we do stuff like that because we want it to carry outside the door, yeah. right? Outside yeah. our four walls to know that so many different things can happen to you in life. Mm-hmm. And we want to help prepare people for that so that when that tragedy happens or when something happens, you know, that person cuts you off in yeah. traffic <laughs> instead of throwing the middle finger and screaming that four-letter word. Yeah. You're then, you like, can run out there and throw their car because exactly, you're stronger. Exactly, yeah. And oh, yeah, that's not what you're And you're about. just composed <laughs> while you do it, right? That's right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, mental game is, is a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's it's such an interesting and difficult thing to address, I, th- I think, um, because CrossFit is, is that one that's kind of like a roller coaster. I mean, you might come in – and, you know, kill the whiteboard that day, you know, mm-hmm. for people who care about that. Um, I feel like most people I work out with, at least that I've interacted with around the community, they pay attention to the whiteboard in terms of, like, I did well today. Right. You know, because they, they've been around to know that tomorrow doesn't matter what you did yesterday. <laughs> like, yeah. to, it's, it's going to have its own problems fresh, and its own yeah. thing to address. And so, like, for me, a lot of times, you know, like, I'm always up and down. You know, if it's in my wheelhouse... And, and with some movements that I'm good at, non-gymnastics movements, <laughs> then like, okay, game on. But then the next day I know it's going to be something completely different and I'll probably be at the bottom. You know, like, it'll be all over the place. And you got to learn to address that, you know, yeah. just like in life when, when things just kind of crumble apart, you got to go, well, do you just give up and walk out or there's still time on the clock? Well, right. well there's still time exactly. on the clock. It, you know, you got to finish that out. Um, luckily, the other thing it teaches you is that you also have people around you that are going to help you through that. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. so like when things go wrong outside in the world and in your job or whatever like that you're doing, 
you know that you can finish with the people around you. Like, gather some people around you. We're going we're gonna to finish this. You know, when, when marriage is really difficult, like, grab some people. They're around you. You know, they want to help you and, and work, work with you to get through it or whatever it is. You know, you're having a problem with kids, you know, or, or having a problem with a relationship. Whatever it is, you know, it's not time to just throw your hands up and run. You know, there's still time on the clock, and, and that's a unique transfer that CrossFit has, especially in the mental, mental game of it. I, I love that you spend time and address that. Yeah, and for me, that's kind of something that my, like, faith comes in mm. and in that aspect, right? Because mm-hmm. um, if I'm in a really tough workout, I try to think about, like, why I'm doing what I'm doing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this just so that, you know, I can look good in the mirror personally I'm doing it to like glorify God that he's given me the ability to do this thing that we're doing and you know um so trying to remember that and and I think mentally that helps and that will also translate into real life so like when I'm outside of the gym and something goes wrong like I try to just stay calm think in my head like okay why has God put you in this situation it's probably so that you can learn something mm. you know um, so yeah well and, the, and that's another great aspect you know learning from what happens when things go bad you know they're not opportunities to show necessarily your weakness or your inability to not do something it's going okay what am I going to learn from this situation to be better next time right um, so in terms of like you, you're obviously, uh, you know, faith is a cornerstone to your um, your life. You know, outside of outside of the box, inside the box. How how does that kind of work? You, you're in a city setting. You got lots mm-hmm. of people from a lot of different walks of life. Um, how how does faith play a role in inside your box? So it is. I would say it's changing. It's not necessarily something that you walk in and we've got like you know, Bible verses all over the place or like we're, um, I'll say like have like prayer requests up on the board or something like that. However, we're not ashamed or afraid to just openly talk about it to class or to individuals in a group, you know? Um, and it's because we feel like it, it is our job as a believer to like get the word out Mm -hmm. as much as we can um and that was a really tough thing that i've struggled with since these doors have been open you know to accept that fact that some people aren't going to respond positively to that sure and you may run the risk of losing a member over it you know i I hope that that doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but um yeah that that is a a struggle that that we've had to face you know yeah. And I think we can, we're going to do a better job moving forward, hopefully, of trying to, you know, get the word out to people yeah. and, and make it welcoming place that anyone is accepted to be here. And, uh, but just know that like that, that is our belief system and we're mm-hmm. not ashamed of it. Sure. So why would you say it's important to you personally? Like, how you live your life, how you manage your life, how you you operate on a daily basis. Why 
to you personally, not not corporately in, in your business, but, right. but you personally, why why is it an important enough deal to like you know on your Instagram account you have that's your first right. thing. How do I describe myself? Christ follower, like that. That's what I am. Why why is that such an important thing to you personally? Personally, um, because I was not truly a Christ follower until let's see, two thousand and fifteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up going to church and uh, didn't really know why we were going. I just knew that was something that we were told to do. Yeah. We're in the South, so it's like yeah, right. what you do on Sundays yeah. and Wednesdays. That's right. Um, unless, unless the Titans are playing, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I had uh, just kind of like a, a life event that happened, and it kind of opened my eyes, and uh, I was kind of like, okay, there's a gaping hole in my life, huh. and... For some reason, I don't know, I can't really explain why, that it was just saying, you know, you need to, to seek out some help and get closer with God. So that's cool. That's what yeah. I did. And, uh, you know, I, I think every day that uh, Peter Hines was who I spoke to because I knew he was a man of faith and mm-hmm. he sent me in the right direction and kind of the rest is history. So, yeah. Um, but it it's just something that, you know, we all struggle with. We have highs and lows. and Yeah. Um, but it, it is something that is important to me because um, because of that change mm-hmm. that happened in the way that I felt afterwards. You know? Yeah. So you, it, it kind of, you know, the whole mind, body, spirit thing. Right. Like that, that was a piece that may have been missing, it sounds like, at some point. When that connected, it created something unique and different within you and and has now kind of fallen into place in terms of H-Dub opening up that and, and now that's what you work with your people on, your athletes on, you know, yeah, like the whole mind-body-spirit thing, the whole, you know, like you got to get your body right, which, which is food, but it's also working out, you know, get your mind right. We're going to we're gonna tax your mind. We're going to tax your brain in terms of like fight or flight. What are you going to do? Yeah, you know, absolutely. like how are you going to get through tough stuff? But then at the same time, there's this other component that, that maybe is, is going to be incorporated in there that, that you might feel a void need one day. And I'd love to talk about that one day. Is that, is that kind of the way? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that I was, you know, saying that we can do a better job of is letting people know that, Hey, we are here that if you ever want to talk about this void that may be in your life or, you know, um, but yeah, you nailed it on the head for sure. That's really neat. I love all that. Um, so some of the things that I've noticed, this, that was a rough, this is going to be a rough transition. So I'm just going okay. to fully, fully claim that. But um, I was looking at my notes and I was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about a few of those other things. So a couple things that I, that I thought were cool. Um, I see a lot of boxes doing this nowadays, but uh, they're doing, you're doing the athlete of the month. You have mm-hmm. an athlete that you kind of highlight. I noticed, yeah, it's still up there. Um, that you have pictures even on the wall uh, of athletes of the month. So not only, you know, are they showcased, but also when people come in, they go, oh, that's the Athlete of the Month. So I know who right. that is. It's not just a name. Um, and you kind of share their story and about their walk of whatever that's been like in their life and what they do maybe. Yeah. Um, why is that important? Um, because I think that is is part of building a community is getting to know people deeper, like learning more about what your true uh, – strengths and weaknesses are like 
outside of the gym like mm-hmm. that that you struggle with because that's like one of the questions on there or like getting to know funny stories that someone may just not go out of the way to tell everybody about <laughs> um and you know sitting down and, and reading that about someone that you've been coming in and working out with for the past six months and then you realize like oh man we like the same kind of music or like you know we read the same books yeah or whatever it may be and now that relationship has gotten stronger because they can come in and they'll talk about that you know moving forward and stuff. yeah so it's just it's a good way to help build more relationships within the gym it's really cool and i in the the way it ends up, it seems like a lot of times it's not necessarily like the key star athlete. You know, it's it's people who oh, yeah. have the regular stories, regular life, regular old Joes and Janes who are walking off the streets and have found a home and a new life um, through this community. And, it's and it's definitely that. the people that uh, not necessarily the top of the whiteboard, but they just represent the the four words that are written real big on our walls, and they're always have a positive attitude when they're in here smiling so their vibes are good but then when the clock starts they're busting their butt um so they're working hard and and if you do those things then we feel like okay you're meeting the criteria you're a good candidate for athlete of the month yeah Um, and honestly it's one of the toughest things Lacey and I have to do every month is sit down and be like okay who are we going to choose? We just have so many different options because yeah. this community is amazing mm-hmm. and we've been blessed to be around so many cool people that, cool. that are positive influences on everyone here in our lives and they also really mm-hmm. just work hard. So. Well, everybody's got a story. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's different. And there might be similarities, but, it, you know, they're, they're different. And people walk in with a lot of baggage off the street mm-hmm. and yet here people are the same we're going to do this thing together you know whatever it is whatever baggage that you brought in um so the wall words that he just referenced are uh, good vibes and hard work mm-hmm. those are the four four words on the wall for those of you on the podcast land who can't see um and those are the things that they're looking to embody with those athletes of the months that they highlight uh the other thing that is really cool that everyone should go check out on the HW Insta account at least I don't it may be other places but that's where I see it is the uh Fitness yeah. Tip Fat Friday. Yep, Fitness Tip Friday. Which is fan- so why why do you do that? What what's up what's going on um, with that? I love them by the way. I <laughs> thank think they're you, awesome. Thank you. So they initially started out uh a long like right when we first opened um we had a former member that was talking to us about figuring out different ways to generate revenue and he was explaining how he does these videos for um, baseball players that are like kind of like educational series and you buy the first video and the next one and blah 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 Mm -hmm. blah but you got to get an audience first so you need to share some free content yeah well uh we're still sharing the free content obviously (laughs) (laughs) we haven't made it to the to the uh charging aspect but um, that's kind of how it started, and then uh, we were super blessed to have uh, Andy Thompson join HDub, and he uh, definitely stepped the Fitness Tip Friday game up. So if you can go back in the archives and look at the ones that uh, was either Lacey or myself holding an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. And we thought we were real fancy when we had ordered like a tripod off Amazon. Oh, yeah. For the iPhone. 
and no then, more camera shit. Then, yeah, <laughs> then you see Andy's work come in, and it's just like Star Wars. So, yeah. Um, he He's an amazing guy that's helped us out a lot. But the reason we do them is it's kind of funny. Um, Lacey and I watched a, a video the other day, a short little video, about the history of Tennessee barbecue because we love Martin's barbecue. Okay. Sorry to those that are Edley's fans. I know you uh, kind of have to decide which side of the line you're on there. Yeah, I'm probably going to get emails about that. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, they were interviewing Pat Martin, and he was saying that he doesn't believe in, like, secret family recipes or, or anything like that, that mm-hmm. he'll tell you everything about it because he thinks you're a jerk if you keep it a secret. Yeah. And I... You know, I kind of think the same thing that if we have some good information, why not share it with the world? You know, why do I want to keep it secret? Yeah. You know, um, so that's kind of like why we started doing it mm-hmm. and, and continue to do it is we want to get this information that either we discovered on our own or nine times out of ten it's already been done and we just happen to find it and we're like, oh, that's super cool. Let's get it out to as many people as we can. Yeah. Um, so that's really the reason why we do it. That's really neat. Yeah, I think they're really fun. But the, the one, la- was it last week? That was a, that was kind of a fun one. Um, it wasn't necessarily like a, a hardcore tip, but it was, gosh, I can't remember. It was one I saw recently. What was, was going so, on? I don't remember what it was. It may have been like the high five one. Yes, yeah. the high five one. The art one. of high five. That was a fun one. That was fantastic. Um, and that, that's because here, uh, before every workout starts, which I think you experienced it, mm-hmm. we, we go around and everyone in the building high-fives each other. Yeah. Um, and that, that was brought to us from uh, our members that used to go to CrossFit Vector that was owned by Aaron Martin, and they, they okay. did that there, and they were like, hey, this is something cool that we did before every workout. You, are you okay if we do this? I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah, just don't exclude all of us. Like, everyone's <laughs> got to get a high five, not just, just y'all. So, um, but yeah, we try to keep them lighthearted. And, uh, like, you could find one from a while back where I was just basically, like, in a torture chamber of mobility bands and was suspended above <laughs> the ground and whatnot. And um, we, we want to keep it fun and keep the, the audience engaged because, you know, our minds are so ADHD right now that yeah. you would think someone could watch a video for 60 seconds, but at the same time, like, if you don't catch them quick, they're probably just going to keep scrolling. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, yeah, the the, in the social media world, it, it lasts really quick, all, oh, yeah. of, all of a couple seconds. Um, before you're on to something else. So, you know, quick commercial for H-Dub, you, you know, in this area here in Nashville, um, we're like in the heart of the city, really, is what, what I would say. Um, like you can see tall buildings when you walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this area, we were talking about before we started recording all the boxes. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's quite a few boxes, a handful of other boxes within just a couple of miles of this box. So what would you say, you know, if, if someone was coming to Nashville and was like, hey, I want to hit a box, you know, while I'm here, I got a convention or something, I'm conference I'm downtown for, um, which box should I hit? Um, they're listening to this podcast. What what would you say? Like, what 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 makes you distinctive with all the others that, that uh, are out here? Not necessarily, you know, not saying something's bad about others, but saying what what is it about yours that you would say, man, come come hang out with us a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we're first off, we're 
we're in an awesome city that just has so many great boxes that mm-hmm. people really can't make a bad choice in downtown Nashville or even the greater Nashville area. Um, but for us, it's just, you know, if you're looking for somewhere that you don't want to have the fearful thought of like, man, there's a bunch of like fire breathers in there that are taking this workout just so seriously and you know because you've been to those gyms before where it's like all right I'm gonna crush this workout and if I don't my day is ruined you yeah know? like and that's yeah. not how it is here um also the the community here is just filled with so many outgoing people I can't tell you how many emails we've gotten from drop-ins that say uh, thank you and your members so much mm. that they all came up to me and introduced themselves and made sure I felt at home. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like an outcast. And, you know, I've had that happen before because I love mm-hmm. to drop into to boxes when I'm out of oh, town yeah. and do don't tell them that I'm even a box owner or anything. Yeah. I just walk in and some of them, like, no one will even say anything to you, mm-hmm. you know, including the coach. So, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, here's a waiver, you know. Yeah, and, <laughs> make sure you sign this <laughs> yeah. and date it properly. Um, but, yeah, just know that if you walk in our doors, even though you're from out of town and technically a stranger, you're going to be family and we're going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I And I would 100% tell you that that's true, you know, all of you that are listening and go, that's what everybody says, you know, when they come through. So I dropped in uh, – earlier this summer, like I said earlier, and had that exact experience. Great people, great coaching. Um, it wasn't, and I, and I was coached by you, like you, you were here that morning. And, and the thing to point out is that a lot of times when you drop in, people just kind of light coach you. Like there's like a little bit, you know, like I'm going to make sure that you know that I'm watching you, but I'm not, I'm not really going to, because I'm not going to invest a lot of time. My members are here and I'm going to invest in time in them, which is, which is not bad. Right. But you worked the whole room. You know, like you gave me my time that I needed. You gave everyone else their time that they needed. Um, and, and even when I just walked in here earlier at the, catching the tail end of your noon class, um, you were there for every individual along the way. It wasn't a thing where you were like, all right, guys, you know, three more minutes left. You better better hurry up. Like it was individual. Every, every person in that room knew that you cared, that you were behind them, that you were cheering them on and pushing them um, and encouraging them to continue to keep going. Um, not only that, but as people were, were finishing, um, after they spent their moments of death, right, you right. know, they <laughs> regained life again and rose from the dead to cheer on, you know, other people. Um, it obviously, you know, you're setting the tone from the top down from your box. And I, I really appreciate that in terms of someone who comes into a box um, and um, kind of experiences it as a new person um, very recently, you know, for for you. Thank you very Um, much. It it means a lot to hear the feedback. And that's just really what me and Lacey both try to do is to be examples and let people see that we care. mm -hmm. And, you know, anyone can stand up there and be a cheerleader and watch the clock and let you know how much time you got left. So um, actually getting down and and seeing what's going on with your athletes and trying to make corrections during the workouts Mm -hmm. and like you said the the athletes notice that so then afterwards they feel the need to help other people that are still working you know encourage them along the way yeah absolutely well it's fantastic I I really appreciate your time any time that the number one CrossFit coach in Nashville (laughs) could carve out some time for the Barbell Voodoo podcast we appreciate it 
and anytime, I'm, anytime. And that is me heckling him a little bit. He's really embarrassed by that. So don't bring it up when you're running the trade. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you know, don't, don't bring it up. But I appreciate your time and your honesty and just sharing about your box and your life. And, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Awesome, man. Thank you for having me. Hey, once again, thanks for joining us for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you don't mind, once again, please hit the like button and choose to subscribe to this channel. We'd greatly appreciate it. And don't forget, go over to our website, barbell-voodoo.com for all your apparel needs. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.